Hello, and welcome to the Beyond the Box Learning Podcast. My name is Marianne Sunderland, and this episode, What Learning to Read and Spell Looks Like for Kids with Dyslexia, is simply an audio recording of a post that's available on my website, homeschoolingwithdyslexia.com. Thanks for listening. What Learning to Read and Spell Looks Like for Kids with Dyslexia. I talk to so many parents who are concerned, confused, worried, and overwhelmed about the lack of progress their kids with dyslexia are having learning to read and spell. And I totally get it. Although all of my kids are reading now, there were many years where I struggled with these same feelings. This post is meant to help you understand what a normal learning trajectory for learning to read and spell is for a child with dyslexia. Having the right mindset and expectations about this will help you avoid wasting a lot of time and energy looking for other programs or thinking about putting your kids in school, as well as improve your overall homeschool experience with your kids. How to teach reading and spelling to kids with dyslexia. Any discussion about teaching reading and spelling to kids with dyslexia has to start with the right foundation. There are hundreds of reading programs available today, but what but, but most are not effective for kids with dyslexia. So let's take a second and just define what is dyslexia. Dyslexia is a language-based learning difficulty, sometimes referred to as a disability. And for a, a great understanding of this terminology, disability, difference, um, I'm linking to a post on Shauna Wingert's website, Different by Design Learning, called What is the Difference Between learning differences and learning disabilities. It's a fascinating read to help us get a good understanding of what these terms mean. Essentially though, dyslexia is a child having unexpected difficulty with mastering the written word. The struggle is unexpected because the child is smart and has had adequate instruction, instruction that would normally quote unquote work. It might be good to state here that the only reason for a child with at least average intelligence to struggle learning to read is either a massive lack of opportunity as seen in situations of extreme child abuse, poor hearing or sight, or dyslexia. If you're reading this post today, your child does not have a lack of opportunity. Language-based learning difficulties make learning language, reading, spelling, and writing extremely difficult. If you've been teaching your child for more than a week, you already know this. Before we talk about what it looks like to teach kids with dyslexia to read and spell, we need to assume that you're using a method that's effective. Research shows that the most effective method or approach to teaching reading is the Orton-Gillingham approach. So what is the Orton-Gillingham or OG approach to teaching reading? Evidence-based research has shown that using OG for individuals with dyslexia, both children and adults, will actually restructure their brains to help them learn to read and spell more efficiently. Hallmarks of an Orton-Gillingham-based reading program are it's explicit, systematic and structured, sequential and cumulative, multisensory, individualized, and diagnostic and prescriptive. Now, if you're new to the world of dyslexia and reading instruction, I have linked a couple of posts about Orton-Gillingham. What is the Orton-Gillingham approach to teaching reading, which is a more detailed explanation of the OG approach, and also a comparison of the top four Orton-Gillingham reading programs for homeschooling. Um, This is a detailed comparison of the different Orton-Gillingham programs that have been designed for use by parents at home. Teaching reading with dyslexia in the elementary years. So now that we've defined our terms, namely dyslexia and Orton-Gillingham, let's look at what learning to read with dyslexia really looks like. 
I recently wrote about what learning in general looks like for an elementary age child with dyslexia. Because of the delay in reading, spelling, and writing fluency, day-to-day learning is going to look a lot different. And that's okay. Things that are normal to see while your child with dyslexia is learning to read and spell are difficulty remembering sounds and rules, remembering a rule or concept one day and forgetting it the next, difficulty with handwriting, difficulty with expression, maybe finding the right word, or resistance to reading instruction. And here I'm uh, placing a link for um, a complete list of signs of dyslexia. So if you're interested in that, you can uh, click on the link in the post here. Things that are normal to feel when your child is struggling to learn. It's very common to feel like you're not doing enough, but that you lack the time and resources to actually do more. So first of all, most homeschool families feel like this at times. So it's kind of normal to feel this way. And honestly, it's all about priorities. Feeling alone or like no one else understands what you're experiencing is another common way to feel. Finding a support group of some kind is super helpful for walking out the day-to-day. And here I'm linking to a post on how to find support groups near you. Another thing that you might be feeling when your child is struggling to learn is feeling guilty for taking a break from teaching. But the truth is you could be trying a research-based strategy that should help but isn't for one reason or another. So the truth is that you need to take a break. It's okay to stop banging a square peg into a round hole and find a different strategy. Kids with dyslexia learn to read, write, and spell later and at all different times. There is no benchmark for a dyslexic child learning to read. There's a wide range of normal with kids with dyslexia, depending on whether their dyslexia is mild, moderate, or profound. And here's a link to a post where you can read more about the degrees of dyslexia and how to teach a child with profound dyslexia. It's also common to feel worried about our kids' future. Um, Whether our kids have learning differences or not, this is a common fear. Now, here's what I know. If you teach your kids at their level with reasonable consistency, modify curriculum to meet their real needs, accommodate with assistive technology when helpful, and help them to find something that they like and are good at, whether that means college, trade school, work experience, or starting their own business, all of my adult kids with dyslexia have found success with this formula. So with this understanding, what do we actually do each day? I always recommend to do some kind of remediation with kids with dyslexia. So remediation is simply strengthening that foundation for reading. So basically Orton-Gillingham lessons, a minimum of three days a week if you can. Uh, It's okay to take breaks when you need them. Kids with dyslexia have good days and bad days and so do their parents. So taking a break is not a reason to feel guilty. It's being in tune with the real needs of your family and can often result in breakthroughs and more productive learning. Be creative. If a teaching strategy isn't working or you notice something that actually made things click for your child, feel free to change things up and modify what you're doing to best meet their needs. Prioritize relationships. Adhering to a strict schedule or standard at the expense of your relationship with your child is generally not a good idea. Now, none of us are perfect with this. We all let our to-do lists trump real life at times. However, If you're using all the modifications and accommodations that you know of and there's still tension and resistance, opt to take a break, at least for a time, over engaging in a power struggle with your child. And here I'm going to link to a post on how and when to take some time to de-school, which is essentially taking a break from academics for a time to restore uh, trust and confidence. Outsource if necessary. 
Sometimes circumstances are such that there isn't enough time to be consistent with teaching reading or the tension from teaching is causing too much strain on your relationship with your child. Hiring a tutor can be a huge relief to both parent and child. So here I'm linking to a post on how and when to hire a dyslexia tutor and also another post on how to find free or inexpensive dyslexia tutoring. So the key takeaways for this post. Number one, it's normal for kids with dyslexia to learn at a completely different time frame than traditional learners. You could do all the right things and your child still may learn to read independently when they're 12 to 14 years old. Number two, knowing that we can and should adjust our expectations. And I'm linking here to a post on mindset shifts for parents of struggling learners to learn the four mindset shifts that made the biggest impact on our homeschool. So if you're a parent of an 8 to 12-year-old who's not reading fluently or independently, don't panic. You're not alone. And I link here to a Facebook thread. I put a question out to my uh, fans or whatever they are um, to see at what age their kids with dyslexia learn to read. And you'll see there's a wide variety um, and and you're definitely not alone. So check that out if you're interested. Um, Lastly, it's important to just keep doing what's the best the next best thing for you and your child. In my 25 plus years of teaching kids with dyslexia, I can confidently say that this is more than enough. It's the best approach to teaching outside the box learners. And if you need more support for homeschooling your kids with dyslexia and ADHD, I wanna introduce you to my homeschool essentials courses. Last summer, I ran some small coaching groups to share what I consider to be the most important things parents need to know about homeschooling and education in general when it comes to kids who learn differently. The content of my teaching was essentially the questions that I receive all the time from parents in the trenches like you. And since the response to those groups was so great, I recorded all of the sessions so that anyone can get access to the materials whenever they want without needing to meet in person. And so there's three versions of the Homeschool Essentials courses, um, high school, middle school, and elementary school. And basically inside them, you're going to learn what to expect from your kids learning during the course, the different age ranges, best ways to teach common obstacles and how to overcome them, and uh, lastly, how to plan and prioritize for each semester for your family's unique needs. So I'm linking to a page where you can learn more about each of the essentials courses. And if you're listening to this in February of 2023, all the courses are on sale right now. So I hope this post has been helpful to you. Um, it's It's an important concept to understand that kids Uh, with dyslexia, learn on a different trajectory, that's normal, and that we can just teach our kids where they're at with methods that work, um, prioritizing relationships, and eventually they will learn to read and um, they will do well. Thanks for listening.